an inside look at the sexual culture of Burning Man and what we can learn from it. While TNA have a Q&A with filmmaker Gina Levy and 10-year Burning Man veteran, we're also joined by Madison Shepard, comedian and two-year Burning Man veteran. This is Pushing Boundaries with TNA. I'm T. And I'm A. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> Welcome, ladies. Hi. Hey. Hey. So I'm heading to Burning Man this year. Uh, I don't know anything. T. This is T. Yes. And, um, and I kind of picture it like everyone running around naked and like getting sunburned, but also having lots of sex and like an orgy style. Which kind of sounds like fun to me, and I'm jealous that you're going. Also true <laughs> and not true. Yeah. Not true. Yes, and true. Yeah. You know, it, it's different. It's changed. I'll tell you a funny story. May I? Go yes. for it. Okay, so this will I actually haven't been there ten years. This will be my this will be my tenth year. My first year was ninety nine, so I didn't go consecutively. And the first year I went, I would there it was much smaller. There were about ten thousand people. This year there's seventy or seventy five thousand. So <gasps> wow. It's really Jesus. grown. And the first year I was like, What the hell is this? I mean, it was <laughs> so different and weird and, and, and how for long you. how long new. had it been going on at that point do you know so it started in the late 80s in okay. san francisco in baker beach and then moved out to um black rock desert i think in 95 or 96 so it okay. only been i was there in 99 so it only been in black rock desert a few years that's in uh, nevada outside of reno mm-hmm. yeah. yeah about two hours north of reno and um, so I was kind of like very, a little bit uncomfortable the first time was 99, 2001, a little less, a little, also a little more comfortable. 2003. A little less liberated. A, yeah. 2003 <laughs> was the first year I went topless. Oh. Okay. Whoa. It took a while. So Titties I'll tell out. you my, like why I went topless story. So I'm like, you know, it's dusty and dirty and um, it's not really dirty. You're just full of dust, and, and there aren't really a lot of showers. And you, did you do that, like, bike ride thing? I the, like, did. Critical tits yeah, bike ride. Yeah. I did do critical tits. What is that? That's It's like, it, there's a bike ride uh, that uh, is a movement across the world where people ride on their bikes nude through city spaces. It's mm-hmm. called critical mass. So at Burning Man, they encourage all the gals to get their tops off, get on them uh, our, uh, bikes, and just, you know, ride critical around. Tits. So I've actually... But so, so, so yeah, what happened the story? Yeah. Okay, so I'm really dirty, and this truck drives up that's a shower truck where you, there's stalls in it yeah. and you can oh, handy. Get, I know. You can get take a shower just right there on the road and I was like yes and I'm like a little you know feeling a little modest getting nude to take a shower and then I realized the truck has stopped right in front of an orgy and there were like five people having sex like out in the open and yeah out in the open like on the under side a tent of the road or no? just like oh. right kind of like under a shade structure and nobody's paying attention to me they're all watching the orgy <laughs> <laughs> so you're topless having your shower and you're like I'm totally nude to- having my shower totally insecure and, nobody, and, and nobody's paying any attention because they're all focused on the orgy so and and then when I put back on my clothes, I thought, what the hell? I'm just going to be topless. So since then, this was 2003, pretty much every Burning Man, I spent a large part of it topless. Wow. Bravo. I yeah. like it. Well, so, but what, what was the culture there topless? Like at that point in time, because again, you kind of, I've never been as a, and, and yes, so we but, don't know what the boundaries are. Right. Well, but you, but you see pictures all the time. You just assume everyone's naked and topless. No, is I it not say, like that then? I don't, I don't No, I would say, well, so in 2003, that year, you know, there, you could have an orgy on the side of the road. You wouldn't have that now hmm. because the, there's much more like, you know, lawn 
enforcement is kind of around and there's more there's a little more self-consciousness yeah i mean there is an orgy dome and people can go to the orgy dome and i know somebody who runs the orgy dome where people can go in and have orgies but you have to go in with somebody right you can't be a single person or or typically i think you can't can't be a a single single male male. Um, poor man you know there is there is a kinky neighborhood Uh i've i've hung out in the kinky neighborhood really fun there's dungeons there's spankies which is a kinky bar um where you spank you spank there's like a buffer station at spankies there's Mm. like a a glory hole box, a big box wow. that, where you can put hands and all kinds of Whoa. things. Whoa. Like, that's fun. <laughs> okay. I can really um, check that There's out. something Crazy. called, um, uh, what do you call where you get suspended animation. There's a suspension camp. There's a camp mm. called Playful Yours, which does all kinds of like um, shibari rope bondage and spanking. And then there's a gay neighborhood mm-hmm. where there's a lot of gay camps, lesbian. It's gentrified and wonderful, I'm sure. Yes. <laughs> well but, decorated. But um, no, I would say about, I'm thinking maybe 20, 15% of the women are topless. Really? That's 20, it? 20, oh, that not that, not, yeah. Not, no way. No, yeah, these days not, the, and, and I'm talking, and shirt cocking, the men do the shirt cocking thing. What's that? They wear a shirt. Oh, and no, oh. and no pants. I like wow, it. Shirt really? It's like yeah. the joke. So, so do a lot. Is that very common? I don't know how. What percentage is shirt cocking? Maybe? I think it's probably the same as topless gals. I'm always no. shocked when I saw it. Yeah, I, I think saw it it's often. And I was like, less. this is weird really? looking. Yeah. I, you I guys, like I am like, blown away that only 20% of the women are going topless. Would you agree yeah. with that's about 20%? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, I've got to say, I like to have my breasts kind of harnessed in something. I know that's <laughs> my not My tits are too big to just let them like hang out. Yeah, like, and if it's hot out, like I kind of, you know. like it's so sweaty. So is it more of a comfort thing because it's all dusty and whatever? Or do you think it's a very, actually quite conservative choice? An environment? No, conservative. Twenty percent are topless. That's not that's so not, conservative. That's not. I thought that's it would be like eighty percent. Okay, well, are this topless. is the problem. Since I'll tell you why. Okay. Since two thousand, I'm gonna say two thousand ten or nine. They've okay. So there was a year where everybody says Burning Man jumped the shark, right? And there was a year. There was a year. I'm trying to remember what Slang year. I'm not privy to. Yeah, jump the shark meaning that it's gone mainstream. Oh yeah, and it's less Uh counterculture. Right, and there was a year where you could buy tickets at the gate, and then it became sold out. And I think the sold out year was maybe two thousand and nine or ten. Okay, so now there's something like sixty percent. I think it's sixty percent are either. Um, virgins or have been there one year. Oh, so there's wow. only so there's only forty percent veterans who've been there two or more years. So it's tipped for the so so that's oh, really see. why you the know if it, it were all if it were only veterans it would I think it would be different. Wow, so that's really interesting. So uh, sorry, oh, so um, so that's a lot of new virgin people who have never been exposed to this you know like orgies mindfuck. Yeah, the idea so, of pushing the limits or trying new things and pushing the boundaries. Yeah. I mean, but I, well, let me. This brings me to my point. Sorry, which is that uh, you know I just saw um, actually uh, Bridget Everett, who's oh, got a yeah. show coming out called Gynecological Wonder, yeah. perform, and it's wild. Her show's sort of this cabaret comedy mix, and she sings a song about like her titties slapping you in the face oh, and yeah. runs around motorboating <laughs> at the audience and grabbing men's crotches. Hysterical, wonderful, all of the above. That said, after I left it, I felt so empowered and emboldened as a woman, and I thought, 
oh my god there's no limit like any shame or fear I felt about being on stage like the, it's the, the sky's the limit after seeing her wow. right like I can't believe I was ever worried about a certain sex joke right right but so so it makes me think about this idea of thresholds and like you know what you see as acceptable in the circle right is going to determine how far you're willing to go and so just you touching on this idea of like as it tips in this other direction, you're going to get a little more censorship or a little more timidity. Well, no, I just think it's more conservative. I mean, it's interesting. Whenever I go, like last year I went and I was like, oh, I'm not going topless anymore. I'm too old to go topless. And that lasted about two days. <laughs> no, but what I'm saying is it takes me time like to, to, to transition to, to into, into that environment. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, I'm back in Burning Man. I can do whatever the fuck but, I want. Yeah, you saying that, of course, makes me not go, all right. Well, now I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. Topless. You better be one of those twenty percent. Yeah, of course. No, of course I'm gonna <laughs> yeah. step up and do it. But even my camp, my camp for whatever reason is more conservative. I don't know why. Like I was the only topless person oh. out of a camp of maybe is 130. Your, is your camp mostly veterans, or is it a mix? I, mean, I don't know. Last year, it's a mix, but I also think it's just like. You know, people go there for all kinds of reasons, mm, right? Different motivations. And, and like a lot of it, I mean, one of the reasons that I love Burning Man is for lots of reasons, but I feel like the decommodification aspect creates a huge cultural shift. Mm-hmm. Changes who has power for what reasons? Or? No, I just think it changes your interaction and relationship with everyone. Decommodification means there's no, you can't buy anything there. It's, it's a, a gift economy. Right. No, it's not a barter economy. It's a gift economy. Which is beautiful. Wow. Which is a huge difference from, because there were years when it was a barter economy. I was only there when it was bartering. Oh right! Yeah, and it was never gifting. And and how was your experience of that? Um, I could still tell who had a lot of money because they're there with you know big fancy RVs and they have um, it doesn't really change generators. The, the I was like, oh, you just have money. Like they're getting an air. Like I but that still happens. Yeah, yeah that, that still I, there's happens. still weird status stuff where I'm like, this. But isn't, now you like, can go knock on their door and be like, do you have a gift for me? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think the difference between you a barter and the gift is when there was a barter economy at Burning Man. People would be like, "Oh, I just gave you something. What are you going to give me?" And it had uh, this weird, like, yeah. Whereas now it's just the camps or the people. There's giving without any expectation. You're of, just there to help and contribute to contribute. But you contributed oh, to yeah. give something. That, I think that was how it was sort of. It was. I mean, my memory of it, what it was born out of, is that concept, right? right. The two D commodify and and live in kind of a more giving place. If you could come from a more giving place, I, th- I think Burning it's conceived is, as that. Go ahead, sorry. No, I was going to say it's just like it's interesting because it's like, yeah, there is that like hippie element to it, the kind of like the, the gifting and the, the bartering or, or however you want to call it. But I, uh, my first year there, I um, uh, hooked up with a guy who was part of the uh, Power and Water folks who like oh, yeah. set up the actual infrastructure of the city. And oh, man. They had been there like the whole summer yeah. and like setting it up. And literally it was like Mad Max. We were like driving around <laughs> on the back of their art car like – like pointing at people like give us shit and they'd give us like no beer way. and pizza and it was like insane they were, it was literally like hanging out with the war boys from mad max it was great so it was less hippie sometimes oh. <laughs> so wow. that's to say you can get whatever whatever kind of yeah vibe you're putting I mean, out there you're gonna get it met back uh to you uh at burning man i think i mean there's so the thunderdome which is yeah. a very mad max thing where people yeah. like beat each other up with foam things yeah. Oh, fun. Yeah. Gina, I have like a question. Gladiator. So you you run a camp for 130 people. So you organize 130 people going, correct? Is well, that- okay. So I've been at this camp for five years. This is the first year I'm sort of in the like organizing, organizing thing. Okay. I'm like the 
populations are, right? And so uh-huh. communications are sort of helping. And we have a hundred. We'll have 150 people this year. Ashram Galactica come every night. We are the. We have the Grand Hotel at Ashram Galactica, mm-hmm. where we we. Um, serve everybody who comes onto the playa and we have a show and we raffle off hotel rooms and we our theme this year is your home away from home away from home for the holidays oh nice. oh it's very Fun. it's very elegant oh, <laughs> oh, like okay that. my i have a question so with the people that uh that you're in contact with who are coming is there why do they want to why do they want to go in general can, can you make any kind of yeah what's so what's like what's so special the draw, what's the experience I guess. That... um is it i is it like i want to go and have crazy sex or is it just i want to go see what this is like or do they want to try it or just observe and sort of like think it's a freak show or do they want to genuinely contribute or like is that a right is that a just I think question people, i'll tell you, you know what's really interesting at my camp this year is that we are hosting a quadriplegic and, and he is actually, there's a whole group of people from Australia, including this quadriplegic. He's actually going to be in our show, the quadriplegic. So this just sounds cool. Okay, but, but what's that, what does that mean? You're, I mean, so it's like, it, the idea is inclusion? I mean, radical inclusion is one of the 10 Burning Man principles. Okay. Um, radical self-expression, gifting. I mean, there's a whole bunch, 10 of those principles. I mean, I don't know, you know, I'm just, ta- I don't know why each individual person wants to go. I think I can just say why I want to go. You know, and why, you- why I invite people to go. And for me, it's about a cultural shift. Mm-hmm. I get to be for a week, or I'll be there for two weeks this year, building, is a, a place where the rules are different, where there's possibility, where there's no money, where it's a gift, in co- gift economy, where you're just, it's just a different way of interacting with people, and it's a different way of, living and sexuality is part of that sexuality is part of like there are no rules you want to be naked fine you want to dress certain way fine you want to you know hang naked you want to be kinky there's Mm, no judgment you feel yeah Yeah, you feel feel there's no judgment except for the that would be refreshing the occasional annoying virgins (laughs) (laughs) where they go oh my god what's happening but but by then you're kind of empowered by your community anyway. Exactly. To kind of to shake off anyone who like they're the odd ones, they're the odd ducks. Exactly. I will say though, like I mean, I I, I the two times I've been a Burning Man, I actually went to be like kind of like a Burning Man au pair nanny situation, um, where like a friend of the family invited me to like watch her kids while she and her husband would go like frolic on the playa for some hours um and i'll say that like i never went with like any uh, intention other than like to like go and like hang out um but i'll say that like for me at least i'm a pretty i'm definitely like a sex positive person i work in adult retail i um i i would definitely identify as being like a kinkster and very much in in touch with that part of my sexuality Mm -hmm. but what's interesting is that i felt like in burning man it was just i didn't have that sexual experience like that like it was more I don't know if it was because I was going to like kind of work almost Mm -hmm. um but like for me at least it was it was totally like a just a heightened version of my regular sex life in some way but does the extreme oh does the extreme environment maybe coax numb I was going to say the opposite like kind of numb your sexuality you know or or you know I know some people are like I don't want to have sex in this dusty dirty I mean (laughs) my first year I came back with like such an intense UTI like within like 
two days of sleeping with one of those war boys from uh, <laughs> uh, having his having his like filthy like you know two months of caked okay but know. someone brought great, that up yeah. like bring some supplies with you yeah I went to actually what? kidney infection it was so awful boric acid I told you it's all about the boric acid oh yeah. yes well this is Gina share with our audience this boric okay, acid boric truth. acid truth everybody should know this I used to get men and like women, yeast. the men so they can recommend it to the women. Yeah, exactly. I used to get yeast infections all the time, like crazy, would not stop. Every cream, every pill, nothing would cure it. Finally, the doctor said, well, try this boric acid suppositories, which are just, you can just buy boric acid at the Rite Aid drugstore and buy those little capsules from Whole Foods, right. fill them up, put in one a night for like a week super cheap and and the crazy thing is I told my uncle about it who's a doctor and he's like what is this and then we looked up all these medical papers boric acid cures yeast infections more than anything wow but, but no effective. pharmaceutical can make any money off of it so because right. you can't you patent boric acid you can't par- patent crazy. it and so did that prevent you from getting huh. them did that like oh yeah no it? I never get them anymore because if, if, right. if I think that, no, completely. If I think it's going to come on, I'll use it. If I have sex, I use them prophylactically, like yeah. preventively. I'll just put one in. Yeah. I don't get them ever. Wow. By wow. the way, this I just feel like saying, you know, men get UTIs as well. I had a friend who yeah. was born and got an STD, and he was panicked, and he said, "Well, I'm having this pain." Da, 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 and he's describing it. You know, he said I had sex with a man. You know, he's goes both ways. Sorry, and so he had an interaction with a man. So we thought anyway, and I basically said, "It sounds like a UTI to me." And you went and got tested and you had a UTI. So <laughs> Dr. Just, T. I'm, I'm th- yeah, I'm wondering if, you know, how many men and women are going but to Burning Man. getting back to the back Burning Man thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you you know, I think that the kinky neighborhood is right there. So I one year I was kind of, I'd gone there being very curious about kink. And I ended up hanging out the, at all the kinky in the dungeons and, the, and having a lot of fun with, you know, a kinky playa boyfriend and mm. had a great time with handcuffs and chains. Yeah, and like BDSM leaves. kind of. Yeah. And so, and I mean, playing. it was really funny. At one point I was like, you know, he was handcuffed and I had a collar on him and I'm walking around nobody, and he's like naked. Nobody says any, like nobody's paying any attention to yeah, anything that you're, you're yeah, doing. Yeah, it's powerful. You know, it's a powerful experience. It would be a powerful perfect. experience. Yeah, to just walk around free as you are and yeah, yeah, and it's like nobody... That's an eyelash. So do you come back feeling, uh, I feel like you touched on this, but this feeling of expansiveness, right? Like, you know, uh, more ready to take on your daily life or, you know, the goals that you have in life. I mean, is this kind of put into focus? I mean, it depends. I think I, I was talking to a friend of a friend. And he said his colleague went, came back from Burning Man and quit his job and changed his life. <laughs> I mean, I mm-hmm. think there definitely are stories of people who it's like, whoa, it opens. Like, there's so much possibility that I didn't see. Mm-hmm. I'm going to change my life because Burning Man just is, a, to me, it's about possibility sure. and cultural possibility. You know, you, I'm, I, it's very sad when you come back because you come back and you want to hug everybody mm-hmm. and you want to be, like, friendly to everybody and you want to, like have this certain connection and people just look at you like you're weird and you have to just take it down a notch. That's By the way, sad. I just that read would that. Be really it's very sad. sad. Every time I come back, I have a certain sadness. Yeah, oh. but I just read that um, United States has one of the lowest uh, physical touching mm-hmm. rates in the world. I don't know if you call mm-hmm. it a rate, but like, yeah, like uh, just just natural touching of like hands or hugging when you say hello, like all this That's kind very of stuff. True, I think. Um, one That's of the why lowest... they open that hugging store. Yeah. Isn't that ridiculous? You're right. In the U.S. Not to get off topic, but y- yes. I well, mean, well, but even the hugging store, the ethos around it feels very Burning Man yeah, too. It's, because, like, right. it's this idea of a demand to need to reconnect. Like Burning Man exists because of this 
Well, and also you go to Burning Man, and as soon as you get in Burning Man, everybody, you hug everybody. You don't Mm -hmm. shake anybody's hand. It's all hugging. Okay, so let me ask you then. So for the virgins or someone who's going new, like, are are there any rules about that? Like, when when you go to a sex party and it's like a sort of an orgy experience, you know there's rules. Like, you know, ask before you touch, you know, that kind of a thing. Or so do you go just with the expectation that people are going to be huggy and feely and touchy and you just throw yourself in or... I don't know any any like advice for someone who's I just mean, like totally I think, new. I you know, it's it's obviously consent in any situation well, sure. is important, but yeah. you know, people hug there and that's how people greet each other and unless somebody seems a little skeezy, you know, you hug them. <laughs> Use your spidey sense. Yeah. Right. And what about any other advice in terms of like uh, having sex in the desert? I don't I, mean, I, I know like I'm thinking it can only be happening situation. at night. I mean, look, the thing like about it sex. is no, you can it's never do dusty, it's yeah. dusty with the dust, the playa dust, doesn't have any, like, th- there's nothing living mm. in it. It's dead. So even though it feels dusty, you're not really, like, dirty. Bacteria no, there's no bacteria right. or any. Nothing grows there. So having sex there is fine. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. Tina endorsed it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, people get all, like, pl- I mean, we also have showers at our camp, but whatever. I'm just... Just have sex. So is it is it quote unquote illegal to have just like drop down and have sex wherever you want? Or can't? Yes. Oh, it is. Okay. Mm-hmm. You can't do that. Really? Yeah. What? I mean, you know, in oh. deep playa you can, but I there there's sort of I think there's just the culture is I, I perhaps at one point it was a little wilder and people would do that, but I think you know there's more kids there. I was about to say oh, children. There's children. children. Yeah. And yeah. so Madison was just saying that's why they have an orgy dome. You want to go? There's lots of places to fuck. Right. I mean, I just popped into people's tents, even if I didn't know them. I'm like, well, I'm sure they wouldn't mind. <laughs> really? Oh, so yeah. you popped into somebody's tent yeah. to have sex oh, with yeah. somebody else? Yeah. That's so funny. Somebody I didn't know. We were just walking. I'm like, we're going to do this now. And we just fucked in a tent. So Another random, time. Random was anybody there? Random. Random. I love no one it. was there. Another time, like a camp was like, it was like. I love it. A camp, it was like some sort of camp, but like they were done for the night. And so it was empty. So we got into this like huge like dome thing and the sun was coming up. And I was like, Beautiful. oh, there's somebody over there just like watching this cool i mean yeah. you know just like it's cool you know yeah well, that's reminds me, me like finish one just one time at dawn after the man burned is it after the man burned i was like there was this um camp called miso horny and they served miso and sake in the <laughs> and when you say great. serve everything's free right so yeah. it's mm-hmm. a gift so you go there and they give you sake. and these two people are just hooked up and they were like and i had oh i had been tied up in shibari and i was wearing a oh. shibari halter all night and Ropes they're like tied around you yeah. yeah they're like come come we're gonna go fucking we want somebody to watch us come watch us <laughs> <laughs> did you did you I, say I, yes i, I should have but i was like so exhausted oh yeah you were like i might be a bad viewer <laughs> yeah i was like i might fall asleep it has no reflection on the quality yeah. of your sexual performance <laughs> right exactly. yeah can i say I'm, I'm reading this book i'm reading the erotic novel emmanuel right now and hmm. um which you know, a bunch of movies have been made of it uh but I bring it up because there's a whole chapter in there discussing the philosophy of um, the power of eroticism around around viewing sex, like you know, just the power of it. So like I just other people, uh, exhibitionists how, and, yeah, and and voyeurism, and, right, and, right? And that it actually is a very mm-hmm. strong driving force in our human sexual experience. No, totally. And I think that you know, kink allows you to explore that in a very open way. And Burning Man is very is very. There's a segment of Burning Man that's very kink friendly. Yeah. Hmm. So there's a lot of, you Well, know. and then we've done a show recently about when he BDSM, and I just feel like the word kink implies 
something freakier than maybe kink really is mm. if that makes sense like once you get into the details of right I mean, in my kink mind kink subtleties. just means just means um what does it mean maybe just outside the norm right like you know? a little it could be, it could be anything like missionary position you know what i mean like outside of like heteronormativity <laughs> that's what i mean you know like I mean? using different materials for sense sensational you know play some people like argue uh that at least in my story like if you switch positions that that could be arguably kinky what? okay that's it's stepping outside of the norm that's ridiculous. or it's being inclusive and just letting inclusive. everyone know that maybe you know you there's can things be kinky about too. yeah or like <laughs> yeah. if like you're really into like boobs or ass or something there's you know it does kink can be anything and so yeah. i think you know kink to me is like a blanket term that describes just anything that is kind of like Explore. outside of the norm well yeah and, and maybe exploratory yeah. yeah yeah no i could see that I always think of it as more like power play, toys. Yes, that's all true. Rope. Right. Mm-hmm. That's all true. <laughs> Voyeurism, yeah, exhibitionism, yeah. multiple partners. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, okay, true. so anything else? You Any other? Final Burning Man final, thoughts? Final, yeah. Places to go. Should everyone that's oh. listening attend? Everybody is should, it for everybody everyone? should attend once. I don't know if it's for I everyone. It's for I everyone. So, I, yeah. Even the people that, even if you mm-hmm. just go once. Why, Madison, why are you saying? I don't think it's for everyone. Some people can't handle the intense harshness of the desert. Some people can't. Do you think they could ease into it because there are lesser intense experiences? Like I did a naked run in New York. Yeah, which is like a like, light like you mean like burning evening. day burning man training <laughs> like yeah yeah year. I mean burning man's really intense full on experience yes and some it's people immersive are, but yeah. what here's what harm do you feel would come by someone by going to burning man I don't think harm would come to them I just don't think that they would necessarily enjoy it like I don't think it's or burning. thrive right okay yeah, so I had these well. two friends who went and and by the end of it they were in their in their SUV with the air conditioning on watching videos <laughs> no way <laughs> But who are were they like normal like very conservative not, kinds not of people? Not that conservative. They were just like we're we don't Done. we can't Done. handle it. Yeah. It's hard. It's harsh. It's very harsh. I mean, you I'm you gotta just about give in to the dust. Very I mean, hot. Like time, so physically, it's just harsh. Oh, and also if there's like very if there's harsh. windstorms happening. Like very my harsh. my yeah, second year I went, there were like whiteouts the whole time. So literally, it was like we couldn't see like a foot in front of us for most of it. Like I don't even know if they burned the man that year. Like there was a whole wow. thing because it was so intense. And I was like, this is too intense yeah, even for me. Yeah. Where my first year was like beautiful, and I had no. There was no. No dust storms, no whiteouts. So, um, well, fingers cool. crossed. I I feel like you know Sundance can also be harsh uh, environment, right? If there's a snowstorm. Yeah. Um, but I've never anyway. I've never done the desert thing. Well, once I go, we'll, we'll, we'll do. Yeah, we'll do another oh, episode yeah. in September reporting on if I survived or not. Well, Did if, if the show continues <laughs> <laughs> after the desert Before storm and after. Yeah, if I have a little Mad Max survival in me. <laughs> Looking well, forward to it. I oh. bet it'll come out. All right. Well, you're listening to Pushing Boundaries with TNA. I'm T. And I'm A. Thanks for talking with us, Gina and Madison. Thank oh, Madison, you. where can people find you? Oh, find me on the internet um, at, uh, nope, yes. What's my, my Twitter is at Madison Shepard. My Instagram, which may or may not be garbage, is at Madison <laughs> underscore Shepard. And about, I host shows in LA. So come out and laugh with me. Holla. Great. And Gina, our filmmaker, visitor. GinaLevy.com. Fantastic. Thank you.